How do you say blue in Spanish? Azul. Azul. You gotta give him a name. How do you say thunder? It would be the blue thunder. Ooh. Uh, I know. Thundero. Spanish sucks. Yeah, it does. There's people who listen who are Spanish are probably just screaming it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Google, I'm Google translating it. Trueno? T-R-U-E-N-O. Trueno. Trueno. It's just like the uh, the Corolla, the Japanese Corolla. Due- it's, it's so it'd be Trueno Azul, right? Yes. Blue lightning. El Trueno Azul. That's what this guy is. Okay. We've taken a picture of him before. Yeah, people know what the he looks know. like. The people know. The ones who know, know. If you know, you know. <clears throat> oh, buddy, old pal, old oh. pal, old friend. Tonight's brew that we're sipping on is from the Abita Brewing Company. It's the Lounge and Iguanas. It's a hazy IPA. It's a pina colada IPA. It's made with pineapples and coconut. Perfect for the first week of fall. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why this just appeared at Publix now. Yeah. It's like uh, the worst forgot timing about it in the for back. it. Yeah. Whoops. There was a couple of uh, fall-based ones, but I We'll mean, get there. And we've had a lot of the Oktoberfest, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the pumpkin, the pumpkin ones, ones, a lot too. of the, yeah. So. Gotta find some new ones if we can. Yeah. Um, Samuel uh, Adams has a sour ooh. called the Cosmic something. Mm. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So maybe we'll feature that. Okay. In any case, let's crack these babies open. Let's do it. This is the One Bear In podcast. You know, when I was a kid and I would hang out with like my rich white friends, <laughs> be at like um, hotels and stuff for their their families would go on like, you know, conferences, whatever old rich white people do. Mm. They just do things. expos. Yeah. Whatever they, you know, stuff right. like that. Yeah. Uh, conferences, expos, uh-huh. just things where they sit in an auditorium and listen to another guy talk right. for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And that company uh, sends them all over the place. Matter of fact, a lot of people that I Uber from the airport, mm. that's what they're doing. They're going to like different conferences and stuff. Yeah, Orlando's huge for conferences. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're and and they all have like like a stereotypical view of Florida, like a like a like a cartoonish view. Because they only see I drive. Yeah. That's it. Every time they get in, dude, they always ask the same questions. Where are the alligators? <laughs> Do you see a lot of them? Do you go to Disney all the time? They don't ask about Disney. They ask about they. Th- I think they think that they're asking about the, the local stuff, uh-huh. as if like that's a thing that we do. So do you like the oranges around here? <laughs> um, Where's the beach? 
uh, what was I saying? Conferences, hotels. Ugh. I would I would always if if there was like a uh, you know there's always the hotel bar or the pool bar, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd always get a virgin pina colada. Nah. That was that was my drink of choice okay. when I was a child. Very sophisticated young man. <laughs> yeah. So and the funniest part is like when I got old enough to drink, I was like, I don't want a fucking pina colada, man. <laughs> And even now, like if I go out, I'm like, I'm not getting a fucking pina colada. They put it in like a six inch glass. Yeah. And put a giant fruit in it. You, it, uh, I feel like you got to be choosy with where you get your pina coladas from. Do you? I think so. You got to go for like a tiki bar if you're going to go with a pina colada mm. or something that's, uh, you know, vaguely Caribbean. Yeah. You're not like going to get a, like a good Bahama pina, breeze yeah, or something. Exactly. You're not going to get a good pina colada from like a dive, you know? Yeah. And like, why would you go to like some pool hall and be like, "Can I get a pina, pina colada? colada?" Right. Hey, drink whatever you want. Right. I'm not trying to shame you, but but I just time, don't think just... you know you're not going to get like a really good frozen drink. No, they, I mean not, a, they, they uh, might have the little slushy machine in the back or something. That they maybe can whip if you're it up lucky, for you, but probably not though. Yeah, probably not. And there's the whole ethics thing of of bars and especially craft bars. Your drink takes like five minutes to make, right? Yeah. So. If you're going to get something that's extra fancy on top of that and there's a line of people behind you, then you just pick something a little more simple. Unless you're there by yourself. Yeah, I, I guess. You know? I, I disagree. I mean, get what you want. Get what you want. I have to tell people behind me to go fuck themselves. No, that's all right. If I want a pina colada, I'm going to get a pina colada. I don't care if there's 20 people behind me. Yeah, I'm just. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying... I get what you're saying. It would... It, you'd be doing people... You'd be... Uh, 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 what's it? Uh... Uh, not pushing it forward. You'd be uh, paying it forward. Paying it forward. You'd be paying it forward. Yeah, well, by not holding up the line. That That's buck stops at me, son. Mm. Sorry. That's fine. Maybe that's why I have all this good karma now. Could be, yeah. It's <laughs> flowing in. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Get get whatever you want to your life. Yeah. All right. This is the One Beer and Podcast, kids. My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always. The one who always pays it forward, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? Marco got me sick. I didn't get you sick. You got your sick. That's the one time you pay it forward. Well, I mean... With illness. You made out with me. All right. We'll talk about this later. This is episode 233. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for rating, subscribing, uh, 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 reviewing. Just listening. Listening. Yeah, Yeah, all that jazz. We appreciate it, of course. I don't know if I sound any more uh, nasally than I usually do. I think you sound better than last week. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, last week, I feel like you sounded like I do right now. Yeah, well, you're clearing your throat a lot. Yeah. So yeah. apologies in, uh, uh, in advance to people. You're going <laughs> to hear a lot of... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you feel do you feel it? Do you feel it now, Mr. Krabs? Is it coming on? <laughs> yeah, I feel it. I don't know why. It's not, we didn't... Uh, uh, I mean, I steered clear of you for the couple of days that I was sick. Yeah, I don't know. It may I mean, we be, were in the same room together, but... Yeah, I, you know, we're using the same utilities, touching the same shit. Yeah. Well, if you're not washing your hands, that's on you. I wash my hands. I wash my hands. All right. I keep my shit washed. Washed. Shun. Debatable. But washed. I, uh, I don't know. It could just be... Worshed. 
Worst, Worcester. Worcester. Um, it, sh- it, it, it should, I was going to say it could, but you had me saying sure. Sure. Um, it could just be bad allergies, so we'll see how this rolls out in the next couple days. Well, like I said, you can have some of those Claritins. Thank you. I already took, I already took a couple of them. You did? Yeah. Um, did you take the liquid ones or the chewables? Chewables. Okay. They taste like purple. <sighs> they taste so gross, man. <laughs> I don't know how companies got grape so wrong. Yeah. I know I know everybody's had it and everybody, you know, grape sucks. Mm-hmm. But how did they fuck it up so bad? Grapes are awesome. Yeah. Grapes are delicious. I could fucking I could die eating grapes. Mm-hmm. Like one like a like a fat Greek right. laying there on like a golden chair just yeah. just eating them over and over again. So I couldn't fucking fit them down my fat face anymore. Mm-hmm. And yet, grape flavor is horrendous. I got a question for you. What's your least favorite artificial flavor of like a fruit-based? Grape. Is grape? Uh, hmm. I'll tell you mine. Okay. Yeah, tell me yours. It's banana. Banana? Hmm, that's Artificial good. banana that's flavor tastes like shit. Bananas. It's, Awful. It's very. It's a very strange flavor. It doesn't taste like banana, first of all. Absolutely not. Uh, and it's bad. It it's has this bad. vague, like... It tastes like if someone licked a banana and then licked your tongue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and somebody who was sick did right, this. Right, right, right. Or maybe like like just smeared a banana peel on you, you know? Like, yeah. Just that yeah. little hint of an actual banana. Yeah. But Someone took a banana peel and just like slapped your tongue with it for yeah. a second. Yep. And was like, taste that. Mm-hmm. And that's all you get. And then shot like uh, chemicals in your mouth. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's 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 a toss up between grape and cherry. Really? Cherry? Cherry's yeah. a pretty popular uh, flavor. I know. I know. People are probably going to disagree, but uh, cherry just... Well, I don't like maraschino cherries. Right. I just I think they're just disgusting. I give them away all the time. They're just I just, I don't get them. I yeah. don't get them. They're yeah. gross. But actual cherries, like seeded cherries, yeah. like the the, the Re- regular cherries. Yeah, Natural just regular cherries. cherry. Yeah. yeah, those ones, fucking delicious. Yeah, love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I the reason that I kind of lean towards cherry is because like grape flavored gum, uh-huh. awesome. Yeah, you know, like bubble tape. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, delicious. Bubble tape's great. Fucking uh, Big League Chew, grape yeah. flavored. Yep. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. And cherry, I don't know, it's just so hit or miss. Cherry medicine, I'd rather stay sick. Yeah, it's oh, so bad. Yeah. Fucking gross. The one that always used to screw me up is uh, Robitussin. Yeah. Robitussin's just the worst. That that <laughs> I, I spent my 20s taking shots. Which has now prepared me for Robitussin, <laughs> but as a child, <laughs> taking those was like the worst thing yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever got sick as a kid and had that uh, that pink medicine. I forget what it was even for. It's probably just for like a cold or something. Pink but medicine. It was a prescription medication. It was pink. It kind of looked like Pepto, mm-hmm. but it tasted really sweet. And I used to love getting that medicine. <laughs> Somebody cough in my mouth. It was like, no, legit. <laughs> the one thing I'd look forward to whenever I got sick, I was like, if I get that medicine. So it was it was hit or miss, though, because I'd either get that or I'd get Robitussin. Yeah. So it was like heaven or hell. That's it. <laughs> There's no in between. No, nah, I, don't, I don't I don't. know if I ever got that. I don't. If if you're a doctor or a nurse and understand what, what I'm talking about, what medication, they may not even use it for kids anymore. I don't Probably even know. Not. Um, but it was this pink, thick liquid 
Um, you take like a spoonful of it and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a prescription. Uh, and it was great. I have to ask my mom about it. I used to love that stuff. I mean, there's just, if it, if it was so popular, there's no way like I didn't have it at least once. Yeah. Well, you were a sick kid, so. I was a sick kid. Right. I figured you had it at least once. And, uh, you know, my parents being medical professionals, he pulled out all the stops. Mm-hmm. So. What's they, your, uh, what's your favorite uh, artificial candy flavor of a fruit in particular? Watermelon. Watermelon. I, uh, watermelon's great. I, uh, I think for me, strawberry edges out a little bit. That's good. Yeah. Strawberry's good. Both, both quality though. You know what? You know, another honorable mention, anything like, like sour apple, anything uh-huh. that's supposed to kind of, that gives you that little, uh, yeah. Um, what about, uh, was it blue raspberry? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. You know, I don't, I don't get this hate for, um, yellow starbursts. Uh, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, they're fine. They're not my favorite. But. I mean, but they're not like, you know, there's memes of like, like people throwing them away <laughs> and like, they're like the, they're not the worst. No, they're not, obviously they're not pink. Right. I no. get it. And they're not the red ones, mm-hmm. of course. But I mean, not come on. Bad. They're not that bad. Not that bad. Let's relax. Yeah. I like lemon flavored, uh, candies and shit. Yeah. So I don't like hard candy though. Hmm. Yeah. Not even like a like a. I only like blow pops. Jolly Rancher. Yeah, I mean, sure. But just saying that made made it feel like I have them stuck in my. <laughs> yeah. I like um, I like hard candies that become soft candies. Mm, now later. Now no not not like that. Mm. I mean like 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 um, like uh, Skittles. It's a hard shell. You chew okay. on it. Now it's soft. Right. Or like a blow pop, uh-huh. you, you know, suck on the blow pop for a little while. Right. Then it becomes gum. This is becoming erotic. Yeah. <laughs> suck on that. Suck on that blow pop for a while. And then it becomes gum. gum. Take this off. <clears throat> this is one beer in ASMR. You suck on that blow pop for a while. Yeah, that's right. You just keep sucking. And then... At some point, it just becomes bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're uh, welcome. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I, I don't fucking, I don't really dig on uh, fruit candies that much anymore, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't had a like, fruit candy in a while. Yeah. I used to like runts. Runts were good. Yeah, runts are good. Yeah. Yeah. You ever get the, the soda-flavored Yes, the soda caps. What I was fucking, it? I soda caps. I think they're just bottle called caps? yeah bottle caps. Yeah, I fucking hate those. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't like uh, soda flavored shit. Mm. I don't like um, root beer. Well, that's root beer is right fucking there. filthy. <laughs> just fucking filthy. What a strange thing. Do you like Dr Pepper? I do like Dr Pepper. Mm. Dr Pepper is not root beer. Oh, I understand that, but they are somewhat similar. <laughs> not even close. I think a little bit, dude. People, you need a blind taste test with root beer and Dr. Pepper. Okay, okay. I understand they're not the same thing, but I feel like they're on the same page. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They're just the same color. Yeah. That's it. I don't think so. Dude, they, they couldn't be any more different. When's the last time you had em. either one of those? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. You, you, yeah, we need to, we need to bring those in. Okay. We had the root beer uh, beer. Right. The Not Your Daddy's. yeah. I think it was called. Years ago. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. And that shit sucked too. <laughs> I mean, if you like root beer, it's fine. Yeah. What happened to those? Nobody gets those anymore. 
What root beers? No, the not or your those, daddy's. Those beers? Yeah. Because they're gross. That's yeah, why. That's true. Sorry, no offense. <laughs> no offense <laughs> to the guys who make those beers. They sucked. Yeah. I mean, if you liked what it was, then it's good. Yeah. What was the other flavor? Um, I think they had a ginger ale one too. I think it was ginger ale, or it was just ginger beer. Was uh, it? I think it was ginger ale. That could have been that. It like could have been mountain. a ginger beer that they like just said, "Hey, this is this is adult ginger ale." It could be that, just a ginger. Beer. I feel like it was that, or it was like a Mountain Dew knockoff. Could have been. I just remember it looking green. You know. Yeah. So I yeah. That's, I remember that's the green. connotation I had in my mind about it. Yeah. Uh, mountain Dew, disgusting too. <laughs> Even the code red. I fucks with Code yeah, Red. Code Red's pretty good. I fucks with Code Red. Yeah. People always talk about Baja Blast. Like it's like the best fucking I thing. I love Baja Blast personally. It's good, but it's not like... It's the exclusivity of it. It's the fact you have to go out of your way to get the Baja Blast. If they sold Baja Blast everywhere, it wouldn't nearly be as big. Right. Right. Because you have to go to a, a place that has it. You know what I like? Vanilla Coke. Yeah, vanilla Coke's good. That's the shit. I like Cherry Coke. Yeah. Now that they have those machines where you can the just freestyle fucking, ones. Yeah, yeah. You just it's not as special anymore. Right. Which are know? apparently filthy. Really? Yeah. That's the yep, that's, that's the, the word on the, the streets. Tea. That's the T on that. Yep. Uh, apparently uh those those guys are really hard to clean out unlike the regular uh soda machines cuz yeah. uh, I guess their inners or inner parts are a bit hard to get to. Mm. Um so sometimes they say it's a bit filthy inside. You don't want to use that all the time. Mm can avoid it yeah i don't know there was one time where i was uh i was at one i think it was at um uh firehouse and uh i was trying to get their cherry limeade and it was coming out like this super strange color <laughs> and i was like hey man what's up with that mm-hmm. that that's the problem mm-hmm. a lot of people don't say anything a lot of people don't for some reason yeah. people are just really weird about Maybe because they think they'll be blamed for it, or yeah. maybe they just don't give a shit. But a lot of people, they won't. It's not worth a confrontation to a lot of people. Well, they won't. They won't tell about. They won't tell like the manager about like if a bathroom's missing soap or toilet mm-hmm. paper or something, or if it's fucking filthy, right. or if something's not working. Well, I don't want to be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be a dickhead about it. Like yeah. you don't have to be, you know, Karen with the "Can I speak to the manager?" <laughs> haircut. Just you know, be cool about it. Hey, man. This thing's yeah. fucked up. Really, you're helping them out. Exactly. You're saving them from a dickhead. Well, that's how I always looked at it whenever I worked at a, a place like that. Like, if I worked uh, back when I worked at Publix, for instance, mm. and people would go, you know, it'd go hours. We, we obviously would go in there and check it every couple of hours. But if, if something was empty and nobody said anything, and then finally somebody comes back and they're being an asshole right. about it, and it's like, well, it would have it would have helped us immensely to just fucking tell us the first time. Do you know the state of your restroom? <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know. I was t- I was telling Lottie about this. Speaking of like the state of a restroom, uh, at at the airport, you know they have like a little um, parking lot for the Uber drivers to to wait in. Mm-hmm. So basically, oops, I thought I muted that. How dare you? Sorry, kids. Well, don't sit there and read it. I'm not. Um, yeah, so the the they had this like little parking lot that we that we all just kind of sit in, and it's like a first come first serve, first come first serve basis. Right. Yeah, I yeah. had it right. You got it right. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so whenever if you're at the airport and you're getting if you're you're coming into town, 
basically whoever got there first would be your Uber driver, right? Right. So we're just waiting. So we all just wait there, and it's kind of crazy because I, you remember when Uber and Lyft got here, they didn't let people use Uber to get to the airport. Yeah. Remember, like they there, were like, there no, still you can't do like it. That. There's still cities like that. They <sighs> they demand that you use uh, traditional taxi services. Yeah. Because it used to only be mirrors. You yeah. Were only able to use mirrors. Well, we used to be like that, and I, at some point, we, we changed the rules on it. Anywho, they have this trailer, this, like, bathroom trailer. It's not um, porta-potties. It's like an actual big trailer hmm. with stalls and everything, right? It looks, like, it looks like an airplane bathroom. You know when you flush the toilet, it has yeah. that thing that opens up and just... Oh, is it like the VIP ones in Bonnaroo? Yes, yes, okay. exactly like that. So I go into the bathroom the other day, and dude, it's just absolutely fucking filthy. Mm. I'm like, first of all, we're all grown-ass men and women. There's no children here to fuck up the bathroom and just leave it. You know, we're all grown people. And then the other thing is, like, it's only a, a, a couple of us. Right. Like, I can see you, dude, wearing your Pumas, and you're, like, I know... You know Who what you did. This up? Yeah, it, I know what you did, and you know what you did. Right. I, I just, I don't know, man. All my life, whenever I've used public restrooms, and it's well documented how many public restrooms I've used, <laughs> I've made it a point to leave it as clean as possible. Right. I never go in there, just fuck it up, and then bounce. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the that, shit. That's you paying it forward. Look at that. There you see. Wow. See, I'm not. I'm not that bad. Okay. It's not all bad, man. It's not all bad, baby. And I just don't understand how that's not everyone's philosophy mm. to leave it cleaner than you got there. Yeah. Well, some people are assholes. Yeah. So they don't care. Ah, God. Go in there, blow it up, and just walk away. And they just walk away. Probably don't even wash their hands. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no way you. There's no way you wash your hands. If you're the kind of person that leaves it in the state no. that it is with like the toilet paper still on the seat and, and just, I'm not even going to go into detail, yeah, but just yeah, bad. Please don't. There's no way that you did all that and then got up and took the 20 seconds. you care that little about the world around you, you probably don't care about yourself yeah. either. <laughs> There's no way, dude. Absolutely no not. way. I don't know, man. This is fucking disgusting. People are, people are fucking filthy. They make me fucking sick. You make me fucking sick. And maybe that's why I'm sick. Probably. Probably. <laughs> all full that's circle. How fucking filthy people Well, are. people come off the airplane disgusting. Yeah, that's true. They come off the airplane and then they get right into my car. Right. One one time this, this person sneezed yeah. and we were like... You feel the particles on you? We were like two minutes away from where I was dropping them off and I tried to hold my breath as long <laughs> as I could. Couldn't make it, but Mind I was like, good one. I was taking these like super shallow breaths, and I was like trying to subtly cover my mouth. You know, you don't you don't want to offend anybody because right. right. the first thing that they're gonna do is give me a bad yeah. star rating. But yeah, people are fucking. So I've been I've been keeping my here's here's my trick, right? I keep my windows down when I pick them up because mm-hmm. then it doesn't look weird to put them down. Right, they're already down, and I'm like, hey, do you prefer air or the or the windows? And people or or the AC and uh, people are super weird about you know altering the state of things. Mm-hmm. So I use their uncomfortability <laughs> against them. Right. Hey man, you know you gotta squeaky wheel gets the oil. You know. 
That's the same uh, discomfort you're talking about. People not uh, bringing stuff up in stores and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You want something? Just fucking say something. I'm a very easygoing, amicable guy. Mm-hmm. If you don't like... You know, I, I, people get in the car and I'm like, you know, what kind of music do you prefer? Uh, do, you know, I, I ask a bunch of questions. Whatever and, you like. Yeah, and they're all just like, oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Huh, okay. Uh, but, don't, but then don't sit back there uncomfortable, you know. Because you didn't speak up. Yeah, that's not on me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be comfortable. Right. Sorry, I feel like I'm attacking That's people. fine. That's fine. I feel like you're... I feel like your HP is slowly draining. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta wrap this baby up. I feel like I'm poisoned. (laughs) 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 And you're you're like glowing purple. Yeah. (laughs) Green. There's bubbles over my head. (laughs) All right. Let's Uh, get into some shit, kids. Let's get get into into some shit. You know what? You know what? We haven't done in a while. And we're going to do it right now. So I got to clear my throat. <clears throat> Ready? Mm-hmm. It's time for some trailer trash. Trailer trash. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this past week was the state of play for PlayStation. PlayStation. And they had a bunch of announcements, uh, some some gameplay footage mm-hmm. and all that jazz. Good amount of indie games, actually, if you look hey! it up. Enough. Got the peanut gallery here fighting each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they, you know, a lot, of, a lot of cool shit. But Some VR we're, announcements. We're only going to talk about a handful of things that were right. that were super important to us, anyway. Yeah. Two big trailers that we finally got were gameplay trailers for The Last of Us Part Two Duh. and the Modern Warfare reboot, reimagining, re Redux. <laughs> I really know what you want to call it. Spiritual prequel? Regame. Regame? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they'll call it. When yeah. they just run out of ideas. The regame. Like, let's just um, put it in the same universe. Let's use some of the same characters, but let's t- tell a different story. Yeah. It's so, like a, uh, American Horror Story, you know? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Shuffle the deck. You know, I'm not even I'm not even that mad at it either. No. Why? Yeah. Why, why would you be upset at that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess because they advertise it as a reboot. Or ever, uh, well, it's not a remaster. They've done that before. Yeah. So. It's not, no, not a remaster, but a reboot. But I guess if it's a reboot, then it's like you can change the story. Yeah, it's a new take. use the same character. Yeah, I Completely guess Completely new take. Yeah. That's what reboot means. I don't know. It just seems like super different, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's kind of like, is it a reboot? It's so different. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's the one term that you can actually use is reboot. Mm-hmm. It's not a remake. It's not a remaster. Well... The Modern Warfare reboot. We finally got a story trailer, which is what we're basically, obviously, what we're talking about. Right. The uh, the 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 similarities or lack thereof from the uh, original game. So, what'd you think? What'd you think? Story? Because I mean, you know, we're both big time campaign mode guys, but mm-hmm. you know, I jump into the to the multiplayer pretty quickly. Yeah. I always I have a ritual of playing the full campaign before I jump into multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm glad that they went back to having a campaign because you know, Black Ops was it Black Ops three? The one that doesn't have one. Yeah. Uh, four doesn't four, have a four. Right. Uh, Black Ops four <clears throat> didn't have one, so that kind of kept me out of that game. Even yeah. though it looked fun online, it's not really my bag, baby. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'm glad they went back to it. And uh, I mean, the first thing that I noticed is the graphics look incredible. Oh, yeah. They look really good. I don't know what that was running off of. I, I know it's at the PlayStation conference, but I couldn't tell if that was on PlayStation. It looks like high-end PC, though, mm-hmm. to me. Um, but what do I know? <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, it looks great. The story seems interesting. I mean, it seems like a Tom Clancy novel. Yeah. Um, you know, tactical dude bros, and you get Captain Price in there, and he's a fan favorite, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just it seems like outside of this this trailer, they've talked about how dark it is and like how how much it skirts the line on, um, I guess, wartime ethics and like. What's right and what's wrong? And, oh, we're going there, bro. Right. We're shows, going. There. Shows the different sides of of a conflict and all that kind of. It's like very cerebral and all that stuff, um, which is cool uh, if they do it right. Yeah. So nothing in the trailer made it seem like I don't know anything I haven't seen already. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they promise a, a wholly unique take on modern warfare. Ooh. So uh, we'll see what happens, but it looks good so far. I mean, it looks interesting. It looks like a, a big blockbuster action movie, which is what it's always been. Yeah. Um, but maybe with a little bit more of a nuance to the storytelling and, you know, more of a, a lower level of point of view in conflicts of like the people who've been victimized by terrorists as opposed to just the the American soldier that comes in, you know, cause that's, that's kind of the, the point of view we've only seen in, that's the only point of view we've seen in video games for the most part mm-hmm. is as the American or British forces that come in. But I think this is aiming to have a little bit more of insight onto the, the people who actually live there every day. Yeah. I mean, if that was the full on setting of it, that'd be even more dope. Yeah. But you can't do that and have a Twitch shooter involved too. I feel like you it, it just doesn't lend itself to that. The format of Call of Duty is an action movie. It's not mm. it's not a war drama. Right. You know? True. So I mean you can push it as far as you want, but at the end of the day you're trying to get headshots as quickly as possible. <laughs> right. You know? Right. True, true, true that, true that. Yeah, I mean, uh you know, you pretty much wrapped it up in a nice little bow. It just doesn't it's not really doesn't look like it's breaking any new ground. Just seems like they're like, you know, let's let's take something familiar, you know, add some seasoning. Yeah. And then try to repackage it basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. These these guys it, it you know, video games are at a very interesting uh uh I don't know, moment in time right now. Crossroads. Crossroads, precipice. The precipice. Right, the precipice of, uh, of creativity. Yeah. We're, we're at a moment where things like just couldn't be better right now. You yeah. know, more everything's more powerful, and there's all these indie studios popping up every day. And Well, precipice is the perfect word for it because we're about to jump into a new generation. Right. This is, this is the moment that kind of gamers wait for where we're pushing the current tech as far as it can go. Yeah. Uh, everybody that's been work all the developers who have been working on video games for the past 5 years on the current tech for Xbox 1 and the PlayStation um I I I feel like this is when we usually get those gems 
of games like the last of us right um that come out towards the end of the season of this this console generation and then start bleeding into the new one and yeah. we get this new bunch of stuff that's exciting and new and the technology is obviously better and we get to see all this new tech and so it's really cool um but this is this is that sweet spot mm-hmm. we're about to jump in but right. there's still so much left to do so you got to take full advantage of what you can right now before we get into the new the next generation right so with all that being said, it is it's a little disappointing for them to kind of seems like go backwards mm-hmm. a little bit. How so? As far as the storyline and as far as pushing their imagination. Mm. Because I think I mean obviously they're afraid of um or maybe they felt like they 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 already went as far as they could with modern warfare. That mean they were in go- they were in uh, space, space for God's right, sake. Right. And like I guess they went as far as they felt like they could without basically making Titanfall. Yeah. So they're like, fuck it, let's let's go back. Mm. But well, I, they they did that before and went to World War Two. <clears throat> I know, that's that's what I'm saying. I guess I don't know. I guess it's kind of hard to expect I mean they they've we've literally we we've we there's no stone unturned when it comes to Amer- the American perspective on war, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like we part. we there there's I mean, you know we could obviously get really freaky if we wanted to and start doing shit like making the characters be able to play Nazis and like mm. you know uh, going that would not happen. <laughs> definitely not now no definitely not now not. but what basically i mean i'm just saying like it's it's hard like we're at a where point where do you go right uh-huh. what, what more do you do i mean there's still i feel like there's still conflicts that haven't really been fully unpacked like, like what vietnam for instance and call of duty in particular there was some of that there there was touches of it in black ops the original black ops but yeah. that was that that went for the entire cold war really that was that was in and out of a bunch of conflicts the Bay yeah. of Pigs and all these other things that were like, you know, Black Ops was obviously based on black operations, you know? Mm. So I think maybe having something more of like a, I hate to use the phrase, boots on the ground soldier in Vietnam would be interesting. Or the Korean War, which hasn't even been touched on. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, there's there's a few other conflicts that haven't been talked about because they aren't World War Two and they aren't looked at in the same way. But... Yeah, or they may not be as you know glorious uh, and you know written in the same poetry that something like World War II was. Yeah, um, but are no less important or have stories to tell. Yeah, in them, um, I think it's less less the setting and more the way you tell the story within there because there the limitation to me is the format of the game. You can't deviate from that too much because. People play Call of Duty to have that Twitch experience to mow down monster closets of enemies mm-hmm. and have this big Michael Bay experience, right? Yeah. So if you deviate from that and make like a realistic, essentially a drama about war and the cost of it, the, the audience is going to leave. Like they, they're not there for that. So Yeah, but that, I mean, that hinders creativity. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It absolutely does, but... Unfortunately, and I mean, it's maybe not even unfortunately, it's just kind of the name of the game. Video games are there to make money at the end mm-hmm. of the day. 
Mm-hmm. So it's not just this expression of a, a person making this piece of art. It's it's a business. Right. So they have to think about that. And I understand that. And that's why, you know, people claim that it's just rehashed over and over again. It's because if the formula works, then they're going to keep it. And, you know, we saw that with Assassin's Creed, for instance. Mm-hmm. They went and they took that formula of the original Assassin's Creed as far as it could possibly go. Yeah. And to the point where they saw people jump off the boat. You know, they people stopped buying Assassin's Creed because there was one every year and they got worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Uh, quality dipped. I mean, it was still a good game, but there was tons of bugs and it just it seemed like more of the same. That's just not even that's not even a game that that should have been a yearly release. No. I don't know why it became that. Well, and here's well the, money. But yeah, well, here's the thing, though. What they do? They took a break. Yeah. Went back to the drawing boards and now Assassin's Creed is as big as it's ever been. They, they've made it this big open world, more of an action game than a, a stealth game. And, you know, a lot of people that love the originals aren't happy about that because they fell in love with that formula. But I think for the, the greater good as it is, it's, it's, it's better because more people are into that and it gives people more options. They, they asked, uh, I think, like the lead developer uh, for the Assassin's Creed uh games uh well are you ever going to go back to that original formula of having these like kind of smaller not smaller but you know they're still open world but smaller comparatively stealth games stealth focused games as opposed to this rpg mechanic giant thing behemoth that we're at now with origins um and odyssey Mm -hmm. uh and he said no and he said no because we'd rather focus on having this bigger experience and having the smaller having smaller game stories like that and game experiences and, and levels like that and missions within the game. Yeah. So you have, you know, three of those in the game as opposed to just buying that one game, you have three of those individual stories within there. So that may make people happy or not, but I think it makes sense. Yeah. So I, I I don't know what they, if they can do that with Call of Duty, great. But I just don't really see how they do that without upsetting a lot of people. Yeah. Who buy annually like people buy Madden or well, FIFA. You, I mean, you got to break some eggs to make an omelet, right? <laughs> sure. Don't tell that to the uh, investors, please. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we've talked to we're blue in the face about yearly games and why that makes them shitty. Yeah. Especially games like Madden. Mm-hmm. And I'm still I'm still seeing videos of bugs in uh, 2K20 and stuff. So, right. um, but yeah, I, I missed the spot. Look, let's <laughs> get this little stupid little hair. No. I tried to shave. <coughs> I tried to shave Frankie, and it didn't go well. Yeah, no, it didn't go well. No. He, I mean, he accepted me shaving his body. He accepted me. He, he was okay with the body shave. And then when it got to his face, he was done with that. He started snapping at the, the clippers. Uh, so I said, okay, I'm going to switch directions, try to shave his paws. Didn't want to do that. So I, I I scissor cut his face. So uh, I fucked that up. He, I mean, <laughs> you know, he, he looks like a disaster in the face. And then I didn't even touch his front paws because he, he wouldn't let it happen. So he looks like... Um, he looks like the dog in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. That, Max? Yeah, Max. He looks like Max. If you can hold on, I'm going to pull up a picture of him. 
I mean, you know, obviously, you said his name, but. Just lick in the air. Fucking weirdo. Like it, like, like, uh, um. He's got that mutt look right now. Yeah, it just looks like a mutt. And that dog had like a little bit of a, or not afro, what am I saying? A mohawk. <laughs> a what? Like a mohawk. No, that was from the, uh. <laughs> from the antler that he put on it. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, All deer have mohawks. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> so, uh, all right. But as far as the, the, the trailer is concerned, trash, no trash. No trash. Good I trash. thought it was good. I thought it did a job. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing special, but, you know, it showed off the graphics. Yeah. Definitely not trash, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting a little too, a little too long in the teeth mm. for these kinds of games. Yeah, you'll still buy it. Yeah, I'll probably buy it. I'll probably buy it. I don't know. I just want. I you know, I like the I like the Twitch shooters. I don't even I don't even know what I want in a game anymore. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The Last of Us Part Two, uh-huh. that shit looks good. I yeah. know, I know, that's what I want in a game. Yep. So, um, in the spirit of that game coming out pretty soon, uh, next year, but uh, early, uh, next early year. next year, February. Yeah. So in it, you know, about half a year, about half a year from now, um, I was watching some clips from the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, just people playing the game. Yeah. And. Uh, the the stuff that you can do in that game, it, I I mean it's like when you play it, you you know your 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 anxiety is so high and mm-hmm. it's so tense that you're just trying to get through the level. Yeah. You're not thinking about how creative can I do this. Mm-hmm. You're thinking I need to survive. I need to get out of here. Right. I need to kill that person. I need to sneak around that clicker. Like I can't. There's too many things going on. Yeah. And the, I mean, the game is so well done. It immerses you in that world where you you are literally only thinking about survival. Mm-hmm. But when you watch people play the game to like its its peak, mm-hmm. its full potential, it looks like a, a fucking movie, dude. Yeah. It looks like it's like the fight scenes look choreographed. Mm-hmm. It's a it's fucking amazing because there's so many options. There's so many different fight animations that you you would never because you just run up and, and try to kill somebody as fast as possible. But if you do it like in in the way that you could potentially yeah. do it cleanly, yes, I mean it's it's yeah. it's amazing. I would suggest anybody who's a fan watch some of these like let's play videos of people playing it on like very hard who are masters at the game. Yeah, the way they just run up and like you know, slam a book into somebody's face and <laughs> slam them into a bookcase and like trip them and stuff. It's fun. It looks, it, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a very visceral game. Yes. Too. Yes. Uh, which, uh, side note, it's going to be free on PS plus this upcoming month in October. The remaster, right? The remaster. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. That's exciting. I might, I might get that just to run through it. I don't know though, man, that was a hard game to get through. Yeah. <laughs> It's tough. It was fun. Yeah, it's taxing it was, though. Yes, very stressful. Very stressful. Yeah, like some of the some of the the um, I'm just I love 
the idea of horror games, mm-hmm. but I'm so, I'm so bad at them because yeah. I can't, I just get so freaked out too fast. I get, yeah. I get immersed in it. I, 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 I can't, it's, it's really hard to get through them. Yeah. No, me too. I, I take forever. Yeah. I still haven't beat uh resident evil. I knew you'd, yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd be stuck on that. Yep. Yeah, man. So last of us part two. We finally get gameplay because we got some story already and we kind of know where we are mm-hmm. in the universe. Ellie is, uh, she's a little older. Yeah. Young adult. She has a girlfriend. They have a cute little relationship. It's nice. Seems like they're in like a uh, village of some kind. Yeah. Like a makeshift. Well, it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the community from the first one. That's oh. what it looks like anyway. Okay. Like Tommy's there and it, I, it looks like that community. She's settled there. Yeah. It's a settlement, some oh, would say. Oh, look at a that. settlement. We got there. So we finally get some gameplay, some actual gameplay footage. Uh, and I mean, it looks like it looks like more of the same. It doesn't uh-huh. look like a, like, a, like a drastic leap forward. Mm-hmm. But like we were just saying, I mean, it's, it's so well done. Yeah. And it looks bigger. The scope, yeah, the scope looks bigger. Definitely. So giant cities in the background. You got like a mountain environment, and there's a there's horseback riding, yeah. which makes it seem like there might be more of an open world. Yeah, feel I was just to about it. to say. I hope it's a little more open world than you know linear. Mm-hmm. Go here. It looks big, but not really because mm-hmm. you have a you have a direction you need to go in, yeah, kind of thing. It's getting little touches of uh, Red Dead in there. Yeah, the horseback. Yeah stuff that'd be cool if it was more like red dead wherein like you have a linear story but you know there's so many other things to do well, you know sandbox games basically yeah you have that story i mean you don't want it to deviate too far you no, don't want to no. have like mini games and all that bullshit yeah. like that's what keeps the game so tense right and that, so that was that was anxiety ridden one of the things uh, actually one of the the benefits of the first one I feel was that it was so linear that it's it's just telling you the story. Yeah, there were little side things that you could you know you could just get collectibles and stuff, and you learn more about the world by collecting these things and reading them and like yeah that kind of stuff, environmental uh, narrative and all that. But I think if they make it too open world, it may it may uh, hurt that storytelling a bit. Yeah. So I hope it is a, still a little focused on the narrative yeah and not too much wandering and not too much in that direction but a little bit maybe yeah well we get to see this is our first look at joel right yeah he was uh he was hinted at before yeah uh, but people were saying maybe he's just a figment of her imagination maybe uh he's kind of like a force ghost <laughs> in this world where he or she sees him and like it's just as like a memory. Well, definitely not because no, he's real. He like literally put his hands on her. Yeah, he's an old man. Yeah. He's there. Yeah, he's alive. We see him. I uh, I really like. It's more of a um, a testament to the entire line of trailers they've had so far, where it's been slowly adding a bit more to the story. Yeah. Um. You know, we like you were saying before, we find out that Ellie has a girlfriend and. All this stuff, all this character development's happening just in the trailer alone. And then within the trailer, I mean, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know anything about this game, uh, it's, it's you know, you can assume she got killed by this 
group of like, this gang. Yeah. Well, and, while we were watching it, I'm like, I bet she gets murked. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, Ellie can't be happy. Yeah. No. No, she can never have happiness. Not allowed to be. Um. So that happens, and it kicks off a revenge story, which I wasn't anticipating, but I'm really into. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't lick the fucking laptop. <laughs> weirdo and he licks my hand yep uh but yeah i'm really into that idea of a revenge story for yeah. last of us too i think that's really smart and uh and very cool for that really vicious world that we already know about it, yeah. it seems like it may be even a little bit less leaning on the uh, clickers as a threat yeah and more of just a side environmental thing uh and the humans being the true enemy in the way that you know, they kind of are in the walking dead later on. Mm-hmm. It's like, the, it's not less about the zombies, more about the people as a threat. Well, I hope it doesn't fear. I don't hope it doesn't steer too far away from that because the, the idea that, that concept I like, but I think like for the walking dead, for example, mm-hmm. it leans so heavy into that, yeah. that it made the zombies like a Secondary. B character in the show to the point that, like, they weren't even a threat anymore. Right. They're and in then, the name, guys. Right. What are you doing? And then when a character would get killed by a zombie, you go, I mean, for <laughs> real? That's it? That's how they're going to go out? Right. I mean, have we not been doing this for 10 years? Like, yeah. they don't know how to avoid getting bit now? Right. Why isn't everyone wearing, like, chain mail or <laughs> something? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, I, why are people walking around in tank tops still? Right. I do like the idea of people adjusting enough to get as used to that world as they possibly can yeah. and being as prepared as possible. But I like the idea of them, especially using th- those enemies that were the, the initial threat in this world, the most dangerous things as tools and as yeah. weapons, weaponizing the zombies. Essentially. Yeah. I think I like that idea. Yeah. So I think there, there may be some, some uh, puzzle elements or something or, Strategic elements, I should say, where yeah. you can attract uh, a clicker to a group of humans that you're trying to kill. That would be cool. Do stuff like that. You know, I, I think that would be a neat yeah. mechanic. I'm into that. that. I'm into that. Yeah. That would be cool. So that looks, that was a good looking trailer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very well done. Yes. We've come to expect excellence from Naughty Dog. Yes. 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 So. Yes. Yes. Not trash. Not trash. Not trash. Not trash. Not trash. Not trash. All right, um, and then there's one more trailer which steers clear of uh, PlayStation. Excuse me, state of play. So before we move forward, is there anything that was announced that you want to talk about? Anything you were excited about? Uh, like I said before, there were a few indies that looked really cool. Um, I I don't remember the names of them. There's one called Humanity. That's just a bunch of people, like a bunch of really small people walking around. Yeah. And it looks really weird, but it seems kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the, the state of play is only like 20, 30 minutes long. So if you're into what's coming out next, I highly recommend you check it out. There are a few VR games that were announced. There was one, I forget the name of it, but it had been out for PC for a long time. You may have seen it in um, uh, some clips online on YouTube if you're a gaming nerd like us. Uh, where Weird. you uh, you're like in a uh, uh, an arena, and you're a gladiator, and you have a sword and stuff, and you just it's just you battling people. It's very gory, but cartoonishly, and it's a good time. Yeah, 
Oh, so that's coming to PlayStation VR. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, besides that. I don't know if... Was Castle Crashers remaster? Was that announced at the State of Play? Castle I know they had already Crash. announced it, but I didn't know if they'd like... There was anything special about I don't it. Think so. I don't think so. It looks fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, they showed more footage of the uh, remaster of uh, Medieval, the classic yeah. PlayStation game. Yeah. Uh, that looks cool. Uh, it might be worth a revisit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was a cool game. Yeah. So, eh, I mean, other than that, I think those were the two stars of the show Call mm-hmm. of Duty and uh, Last of Us 2. But yeah, check it out. It's only a half hour long, so if you're into that kind of thing. Oh, they uh, they announced a special edition of the PlayStation, uh, in which it is a Death Stranding uh, special edition. It's white, has black handprints on it, and the controller is like a the same translucent yellow as the baby pods. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's cool. Yeah, so you can pre-order that. Nice. Nice. <coughs> Not gonna do that, but nope. nice, nice. Yeah. I need to get a uh I need to get a um uh external hard drive mm. so I can start fitting some of these games on here without deleting all my shit. Yeah. Yeah, I have I already I got one for my PlayStation and my Xbox because games is big nowadays. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit how big these games are and like how little space they put on these fucking things, man. Well, you hope it's standard uh, next time around they have at least a terabyte. Yeah, the PlayStation 5. Right. So they announced, um, Sony Sony was saying that the PlayStation 5 may, um, they're, they're trying to get it so that it uses less energy uh-huh. and it consumes less energy. Yeah. Um, it's it's basically their response to climate change, right? And uh, they announced it on Twitter, and all these people were like, uh, "Guess I'm getting the next box." <laughs> Can you Xbox? Oh, guess I'm going PC next gen. And then somebody retweeted, it and they were like, "Imagine, like, having that perspective on this." Right. It 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 literally means nothing to the no. consumer. No. If they can figure out a way to consume less energy and still, do, why would there's no reason why they would create a a, a next gen console that wasn't better than what's on current gen, right? right? Obviously. Yep. So if their next gen console can consume less energy, all that is why is a not? net positive for everyone involved. Even if you don't believe in climate change, it's still a good thing. It's a good thing for your pocket, dude. It yeah. saves you money for, on your energy bill. Right. It saves them money. It makes your PlayStation last longer. And it helps the environment. Well, you know why? And I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Um, it is because climate change has become politicized. Yeah, that's right. And so as soon as you come down the side of believing in climate change, trying to do something about climate change you're suddenly picking a team. So that's why. And also on top of that, there are a lot of dummies out there that are assuming, well, if it uses less energy, that means it's less powerful. Yeah. I saw a lot of people saying that. And then a lot of other people checking them on like, dude, have you ever built a computer before? Do you understand how this works? No, clearly not. No, they haven't. Uh, I haven't, but I understand the concept. Right. Um, 
yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad that climate change has become politicized because if you were to have asked asked Republicans or right-wing people five years ago, do you believe in climate change? They would have said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, the things, like, regulations on things or, like, government overreach is obviously something that, yeah. <coughs> excuse me, that they campaign against. And so their their policies wouldn't change, but the idea that mm-hmm. climate change is real and happening. Well, it's not only that. It's also the fact that you can... You can still believe in climate change because it's, by all accounts, not all accounts, by most accounts, it's happening. 99% of accounts, according to science. It's happening. Or 98%. Right, right. So by by most of the people we entrust to tell us the truth about science in our world, it's happening. Now, you can have a debate on what the cause is, whether that's this is a natural cycle of the earth. And, you know, we go through ebbs and flows of it warming and cooling uh, or it's man made and we have to do something before we boil our oceans. Yeah. You know, so you can have that debate. But the fact that people put their head in the sand about climate change happening is upsetting. Yeah, that's that's that part is you're like, come on, man. Because, I mean, even even the phrasing of climate change leaves leaves a loophole for people who don't want to admit to global warming. Right. It's climate change. You know, it's not yeah. saying necessarily climate change makes it, you know, it, it makes it easier to swallow. Right. So the fact that people are, are unwilling to even swallow that pill after there have been concessions on not calling it global warming anymore. It's just climate change. It's just like, okay, well let's just ignore it and have New cold jobs for people to die in. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then like that that little girl, Greta Thunberg, I think yeah, her name is. Yeah. Oh, man. They're going after her. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Not a good day to be a 16-year-old who cares. <laughs> oh, buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. You just... You think like, man, we, we can't get any lower, can we? No, we find well, a way. Well, we'll get lower. We'll get lower. You get down. You're annoying me now while you're licking. <laughs> he ran over to me and licked me. <laughs> <coughs> All right, but let's not. Let's we not can. linger. We can, but we won't. Right. All right. Changing directions. We have one more trailer come out. Something that. People were super excited about, been waiting for a long time, didn't think it would actually happen. We have the trailer for the new Breaking Bad movie, El Camino. El Camino. A Breaking Bad story. In Spanish, that means The Camino. <laughs> uh, cool title, by the way. Yeah. I always thought that was a dope title. Yeah. Um, isn't, doesn't the Black Keys have an album called El Camino? Yeah. Yeah. But it has a bus on the front. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I was listening to their episode on uh, JRE. Yeah. yeah. Have you listened to it? Not yet, no. It's pretty funny. Pat just basically takes over. Yeah. And he like... As he does. Yeah. But it's an interesting episode because he, he, you know, he's very honest guy mm-hmm. and he he's very open about... Uh, hey! He's very open Scared about... everybody. Um, everybody just swerved in their car. <laughs> He's very open about 
the industry mm-hmm. and you know the ups and downs of the band and stuff. Yeah, I saw some clips out there about him talking about streaming. Yeah, as an artist. Yeah, he goes at length about the pros and cons of streaming and mm-hmm. how it affected them as a band. And uh, you know, they've been around for so long that they've seen the the the, the tides shifting. Right. Basically, so it's very interesting. Listen to that after this episode. Yes, yes. Finish, finish us first, please. Finish us, finish us. Then you can go listen to that. Um, and I listened to their new album, Let's Rock. Mm. Eh, I've listened to it a couple times now, and I think it's pretty good. It's not groundbreaking. No, it's not like some new shit, but it's definitely when you. Oh my god! Excuse me. Sorry. Jesus. Come on, that was a good one. <laughs> even, if, even if you're mad about it, you gotta admit that was Ugh. a good one. <laughs> my skin crawl. Uh, kind of getting their uh, perspective mm-hmm. and how they were feeling at the time of making the the album. Uh-huh. Kind of, you kind of get into their minds a little bit, okay. and it kind of uh, informs the album choices. Basically, they were just like, "Fuck it, let's make an album. Let's yeah. just have some fun. Let's rock." <laughs> so well, there you go. But yeah, El Camino, we got some teasers. This all kind of came about out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, there was rumors. Well, it, people were pissed off because initially it seemed like news was coming about this, but it ended up being Brian Cranston and uh, Aaron Paul Aaron Paul uh, promoting a, a mezcal. Te- uh, yeah, <laughs> a tequila yeah. that they're coming out with. And everybody was like, what the fuck? Yeah, people were not happy about that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and to the point where Aaron Paul's like, Relax. <laughs> News is coming. Everybody, chill. Yeah. Um, well, you gotta know. Yeah. That that's what's gonna happen. Would you think people were gonna be like, "Oh, cool, no, no new Breaking Bad," yeah. but you got a tequila. Well, not only that, but like all of the signs were there. Like they were showing them standing stoically in a desert. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's the other thing. Is like you you knew what you did. Yeah. You used Breaking Bad iconography. Right. To sell this fucking tequila. Yeah. My question is, did they do that knowing there was going to be a backlash in order to stir up some PR? I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. Because it, it seems too perfect for them not to have done that purposefully. Yeah. You know? And they seem like smart guys. Yeah. It just seems yeah. like they wouldn't... Make get, that mistake. <laughs> yeah. And think like, oh shit. Well, and the fact that there was incoming El Camino news, mm-hmm. like... Within a week, I think it was that they dropped. Well, yeah, because that. they um, they had secretly filmed the whole movie, right? And right. didn't and and already had it done and ready to go. Someone leaked info of that act of that happening, and then within a couple of days, they announced officially that El Camino was coming. Yeah, uh, was it Odenkirk? Did he did he leak that? I'm not sure. Somebody did. Someone is associated with the Breaking Bad franchise. Yeah, just kind of threw Twitter something out there. Was like, yeah, it's, it's crazy that they're able to. Yeah, to yeah, film that's that. right. Yeah, somebody said that. Yeah, they were like, uh, like, yeah, they did the whole. Th- they, like, it's already like, yeah, this it's whole done. thing's done in secret. Nobody yeah. even knows. And they were like, what? <laughs> Everyone just starts lifting up and like coming out of <laughs> yeah. the bushes and huh? Yeah. And then yeah, Aaron Paul has to say something, and Vince yep. Gilligan has to say something. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they started off by doing I think two or three teasers, um, just character shots basically, and like some yeah. voiceover work. Uh, nothing really given away. We just know for a fact that it uh, takes place after the events of Breaking Bad. 
It's literally right after. Right after. The and show then ends. this trailer is a, a real trailer, no longer a teaser, and actually gives us a bit more insight yeah. into what the movie's about. Yeah, so we finally get to see Aaron Paul. We got finally get to get some narrative and mm-hmm. like, okay, this Badger and Skinny Pete. Yeah. This almost seems like a revenge movie. Yeah. You know. You definitely have to watch the show. Mm-hmm. It seems like anyway. Well, it's funny you say that. I saw this uh, YouTube video with Vince Gilligan and uh, Aaron Paul uh, where they were talking about that. That was, that was one of the questions they asked them was, you know, would I be okay watching this if I had never seen Breaking Bad or if I'm not up to date with uh, Better Call Saul? Yeah. And he's like, Better Call Saul not really doesn't really matter too much. Uh, Breaking Bad, I think if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, you'll still be able to enjoy the movie uh, because it's apparently a complete narrative within the movie itself, but obviously you'll get a lot more out of it if you've seen all of Breaking Bad. Yeah. So. Which makes perfect sense. I mean, to sell the movie, they couldn't say, you have to watch five seasons of a TV show to get it. Well, I mean, they could have in order to get people on Netflix. Yeah, but they don't, who gives a shit? They already got what they got out of the show. They're trying to sell this movie. Yeah. You know, so to tell them like, yeah, you got to go back first before right. you even go understand this shit. Watch a few uh, hundred hours of TV. Yeah. Please. So, but I do truly believe that they know in their heart of hearts. You should watch. Breaking you should watch Bad. the show. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't and you're thinking about watching the movie. Well, like you wouldn't go into the Downton Abbey movie expecting to understand everything. Right. right? Good point. I don't understand Downton Abbey at all. Right. Do you watch Downton Abbey? I do not. <laughs> Dude, I have no clue why that show is so popular. It blew up. It looks boring as yeah, fuck. It sure does. And no offense to anybody who watches it and likes it. I'm just saying from my perspective of seeing trailers and seeing like little clips, I don't get it. I yeah. don't get the buzz on this show. It's apparently a, uh, a dramatically thrilling show. You get a lot out of the. Does characters. anybody die? Probably. Are there any murders? I don't know. I don't think it's that. I think it's more about the intrigue of because it's all about this fancy uh, state, right? Yeah. And so you got the people who work in the bottom, who are like the cooks and the maids and all that stuff, uh-huh. and they have all the they know all the gossip in the house and they keep it to themselves. And there's you know obviously relationships in there, and then you have the up top, uh. Uh, the people who are like the you know the I guess the, the, the fancy, fancy folk. <laughs> so fancy folk, you know, uh, yeah, it's basically front of house and back of house. That's, that's, <laughs> right, that's, what, right. the, that's yeah. what the entire dynamic is. So they do you know over. this for a fact that you just no, talking no, out I, your ass? No, no, I, I, I know enough to know that. Okay. So apparently does that, Ellie watch Downton Abbey? Yeah. 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 She does. So I, I, uh, and, and a few people at my job do too. So that's how I was able to pick up some of that stuff. But mm. apparently that's the intrigue is like the relationships of Ugh. those people. God, that sounds awful. Yeah, that's apparently really good. I yeah, apparently. It, I mean, it it it, uh, it beat the hell of Ad Astra. And, yeah, and uh, whatever else opened up this weekend too. Yeah, it so, did. It made like thirty million in a weekend. Yeah, number so one for. I mean, that's pretty good for a movie to for a movie that's just like a a, a continuation of a show. Yeah, and and just being like a regular just a drama. Yeah, with no a huge period drama. name. I mean, you have you know not Judy Dench, but um. Uh, that other old lady. <laughs> uh, yes, w- one of the one of the wizards from Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Yep, that's right. Do you from. know her name? Uh, She's a dame. Uh, it her name starts with like a G, doesn't it? It's like a 
good. I don't know. Who cares? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Ma- Wait, it is Maggie something. No, no, I think it is. Maggie Smith? <laughs> Maggie Simpson? Hold on, hold on. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> hold on to your butts. That's an 85% right now. Nice. Uh... Maggie Smith. Hey, nailed it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Look at you just pulled that one from the ether, man. I did, yeah. All all the actor names just floating Uh around in in space. Snatched it. Good one. Uh, Yeah, so fuck that show. (laughs) That movie. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. So, anyway, El Camino Looks, looks really good. Uh, Aaron Paul looks great. The rumors are that they're bringing back the whole cast. I don't mm-hmm. know how they're going to pull that off. Maybe in flashback scenes. Maybe uh, Aaron Paul is like, maybe he like hallucinates and he sees uh, uh, Cranston's character. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. <coughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all I'm all on board. Vince Gilligan wrote and directed it. Yeah. So. I just don't know how you could not be, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, how you could not be excited about this. Yeah, I mean, I I can understand if you've only seen Breaking Bad and that's it. And it's been, it's been, it's been, been, it's been years since Breaking Bad ended. So maybe you're a little worried that Vince Gilligan maybe lost his touch. You don't know if, if he still got it, but if you've been watching any of Better Call Saul, uh, and I'm not sure exactly how how involved Vince Gilligan is uh, for the entirety of the show. Um, as far as directing, especially, I know he's he definitely writes, uh, if not most of it, a lot of it. Um, it's still great. Yeah, it's still really good. Great characters, and it's it's a world that I have been longing to get back into. Yeah, and knowing knowing him as a creator and as a friend. Um, <laughs> I feel like old Vinnie Mac. He uh, he wouldn't have made something unless there was a story to tell, you know. Right. So I don't know. This doesn't seem like a a, a payout gig. Yeah. So I have all faith. Yeah. It just doesn't seem. I mean, they. You know, it seems like he's doing well enough with Breaking Bad on Netflix and whatever they're getting out of Better Call Saul. Uh-huh. This so is just, on AMC. Yeah, and it's just been getting awards reviews and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it doesn't really seem like like a reason for them to, you know, other than the creative side of it, it doesn't yeah. really have a reason to go back into that. Mm. Go back know? to the well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, the trailer itself looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say other than it's amazing. It looks really good. It's amazing. Looks really good. Very it's intense. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that boy know how to cry. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, uh-huh. that boy can cry. <laughs> you ever seen that thing that pops up on like Facebook and stuff? That that's um that screenwriter thing. Oh, uh, the uh, like, like master class or whatever. Yeah, where it's like a scene from a movie, and then the bottom scroll is the uh, the script. Oh yeah, you ever seen that? I you're talking about now. I thought you were talking about like the uh, the. The lessons you can get from professionals of different no. arts and stuff. No, I've never seen that. Okay. No, this is a this is a screenwriter screenwriters thing where it'll be like a pivotal scene from like a movie or a TV show. It shows the actual script. Yeah. It. Dunder, yeah. Yeah. 
which are, they're always super cool mm-hmm. to watch and see like the actors deviations mm-hmm. or on the inverse how well the writing was that they don't deviate from it at all yeah and it's just like right there on the page yeah. like coen brothers stuff mm-hmm. is like you yeah. just you fucking stick to that yeah. And I think they're pretty notorious for that. Like, no them, improvising. You fucking... We wrote it. You do yeah, it the them, way we wrote it. Them and uh, Tarantino are yeah. notorious for being literal with their scripts. You don't improvise at all. Yeah, you don't, stick to it. What do you think you're doing? I couldn't... I mean, I think about... I think about if I was an actor and uh, what I think I'd be good at. I think I'd be good at drama and comedy. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be horrible at horror movies. Even though I love them, <laughs> uh-huh. I think I would be horrible at them. You can't look scared? No. I have mm-hmm. no idea how to like <laughs> look scared and and I would just feel like a fool mm-hmm. screaming my head off, you know? Yeah. That's why I think like you got to give credit to those scream queens, man. Oh yeah, for sure. They they it's pretty like imagine, imagine it's like a crew of like 15 people staring at you and like the cameras on you and you have to pretend like you're scared shitless. Like that's a hard thing to do when you think about it, you know, to just scream at the top of your lungs and then like take off running off camera. Like people think that, that they just, you know, they just get a bunch of bimbos, but I think it takes, it takes some fucking skill. I think it does. It definitely does. I mean, if if you don't believe it, try. Right. Yeah. Just give it a shot. Yeah. Try it. Try it Um, out. Try it out. But yeah, that that uh, I brought that up. I brought the screenwriter thing up because they do a scene from Breaking Bad, mm. where uh, it's it's Aaron Paul and Cranston, and Aaron Paul's in like the hospital, and like he's he's going off on Cranston's character, and it's just it's awesome. It's mm. awesome. You you because it like scrolls as he's saying the lines, and you know there's like the direction on the page and like the emotion of it and stuff, and you know it just kind of gives you this glimpse into their world of like you know aaron paul sat down and read these words Mm -hmm. and he read the direction of it and then he kind of interpret yeah Yeah. created this thing and they both and this whole world that they created and like all the all the nuances that go into making a show Mm -hmm. or a movie or anything that good right like it starts with the words on the page Mm -hmm. it's just very interesting yeah Mm-hmm. I would be bad at memorizing too. I'm bad at memorizing <laughs> stuff. Okay, I'd be one of those guys who's like line. It's probably not good for a rapper. What does line? That's all I'm saying. No, it hasn't been good. Yeah, it hasn't been good so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad, man. Yeah, it's been pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I. I don't know. I don't know. Stay off the weed. <laughs> I think I just need to. I need to focus on it a little bit more. I think what happens yeah. is whenever I have shows or something, I'm like, okay, now it's time to memorize these two songs or three songs. When in actuality, it's probably something I should be working on, period. I just couldn't imagine doing an hour or an hour and a half. Or like doing stand-up? Yeah. Doing a whole hour? I think as a stand-up comedian myself... Yeah, you would know. Um, A lot of it isn't... Uh, you know, it's obviously it's memorized to an extent, but I, for a lot of comedians, I've only ever heard obviously all the ones you talk to, all the ones I talk to, all your friends at the store. Mm-hmm. Um, they've told me that a lot of times, especially when you're just working stuff out, it's more of a, a you remember a bit, 
the main points of the bit. Yeah. But you don't necessarily remember like a, a format in order to put those bits in 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 order. Yeah. Until until you workshop the hell out of it, and then you have a, a full. You know, a full show. Yeah. To, to yeah, I mean, I guess they to. they work on something for an entire year, sometimes two right. years. I mean, workshop if I, the bits. If I was like, if I took you know an hour's worth of songs and then just rehearsed them every day for a year, right? It'd probably be pretty fucking tight. Yeah. So, I don't know. So maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. It's still fucking hard, man. You're great. Oh, thanks, bud. Mm-hmm. You're great too. Oh. We're both great. Anything else? I don't know. I think there was more. Mm. I think we wanted to touch on some more stuff. <sighs> touch on some more here, here. Uh, you want to talk about the local beer scene a little bit? Yeah, this is something that you've been interested in. Yes. Let's talk about it. Yes, yes. yes Let's yes. talk about that. Yes, 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 yes. So this this newest brewery, which what, what what's this one called? Not new, but the newest the newest well, victim. Well, with the news. <laughs> newest victim, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ocean Sun Brewing. It's out by, um, uh, let's see, Pizza Bruno. Pizza so just Bruno. just down the street from Pizza Bruno, right next door to Roke Pub. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that the guys at Pizza Bruno knew, they know Frankie P, the pizza show guy from Munchies. Oh, really? Do yeah. They? Yeah. Huh. I was just on their Instagram, and they were, like, talking to each other. Like, That's funny. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, they never emailed me back. Oh, yeah. Anybody Pizza. from Pizza Bruno, if you're listening <laughs> to this show, excuse me, Mr. Bruno, please. <laughs> I I emailed about joining the fold. Just think it would be cool. Anyway, signed Marco. <laughs> That's uh, what I put in the email. <laughs> yes. It would be cool to signed join the fold. Marco. Signed Marco. Pizza fan. <laughs> Um, anyway, so the news is that unfortunately, another local brewery, uh, Ocean Sun Brewing, is set to close within a week. So, if you're a fan of Ocean Sun Brewing, which was a, an original part of the uh, Ale Trail, yeah, make sure you go this week, or else you're gonna miss out. Um, Gone forever. So I say that because I, I bring up this topic because. It's been something on my mind since this explosion, this local explosion of craft breweries mm-hmm. began. Um, you know, I feel like the first one, the first major one, obviously, that we saw close was Red Cypress. Um, and now Ocean Sun is closing as well. And I just feel like this may be the cresting wave of the local craft brew explosion. Yeah. Uh, I'm mixing metaphors here. Um, <laughs> but... I'm I'm just afraid that this is the the start of a sweep of closures locally. I hope it's not because I love our local brewers, um, but there had to be a point where we just got proliferated with breweries, and there had to be a shrinking and a culling of these breweries in order to kind of find the best. And I don't want to say that. You know, Red Cypress wasn't great or Ocean Sun isn't great, um, but simply based on economics, who's the most popular? Yeah. Who's bringing in more people? Um, and I feel like that may be what we're seeing now yeah. is this recession of, of breweries. 
and, maybe and maybe a uh, mind you, this is a very very early too early to call but it's something i've i've been paying attention to and i, I i'm going to continue to keep an eye on um i just want to make sure that we keep our independent beers going yeah um so basically what i'm telling people right now is to Buy local. <laughs> if you enjoy if you enjoy a specific brewery, visit them often. Yeah. Instead of going to Publix, go to your local brewery, get your growlers filled, buy their merch, do whatever you need to do, get the word out, share it with your friends. Yeah. Support the local support the ones that you want to succeed. Of course. Because if you don't, they will go away. But there is something to what you're saying though. Uh because you know, like you said, I mean, it, it had been years of a new one popping up seemingly every other day. Right. And, you know, it that's that's the that's the the beauty and the ugly of like a free market. It's like the strong will survive. Right. And the ones that are popular are going to they're going to rise above the rest of them. And the rest of them are going to die. Yep. And again, it's no insult to the ones that have closed, but it's like. I mean, we we are we are at a point now where it's like there is so much options or yep. so many options and yep. so many. Like you go to even if you go to Publix, they now have a craft beer section, and it's just there are so many of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to keep this show going <laughs> for right. years, right. so that's good. I'm not complaining about the options. Uh-huh. It just seems like we are at a point where it's like, okay, dude. Like, like, you don't have, we don't have an NBA team for every single city in mm-hmm. the country. Right. And that's for a multitude of reasons, but one of them being like, we don't need that many. Right. The quality is, we need one for each major city. Boom, that's it. Right. We don't have 50 teams. Mm-hmm. We have thir- 32. 32? 32 teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, same kind of concept where it's like the, you know, maybe... We have too many options. I don't know. Maybe they just were in bad locations. You know? Yeah. Sideward mean, is brand new, and Sideward's doing really good. Yeah. And, you know, it helps, obviously, that their merch is dope and their beer is awesome. Mm-hmm. But they're in a really good location, too. Yeah. That helps. Yep. You know? Red Cypress was not in the best location. It just yep. wasn't. It was tucked behind a really fancy, not fancy, but, like, really popular restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was next to a sports bar. And it was also like on this weird stretch of road mm-hmm. in, around in, nothing else yeah. except for there was nothing suburbs. that would bring you there except for going to Red Cypress, <laughs> right? Unless and, you lived next door, yeah. And most of the time, if you like, if you're going down on Mills or something, you're just going to hit a couple of bars. So if you hit like the Milk District or something, you'll stumble on Sideward mm-hmm. just because you're down there, right? So there is something to be said for that. Um, but then again, you know, some super pop like like uh, like uh, Cigar City is super popular, mm-hmm. and it's all, like you have to go down some weird road and yeah. go down like this industrial park basically to get to it. Right. And you could say the same about Orlando Brewing. I don't know how they're doing nowadays, but they've been there forever. Yeah, and I don't even know how to get there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's in an industrial park. Like it's out of the way. Yeah. Um. And there's there's and, a few other places like that. And Oviedo Brewing is connected to a mall, mm-hmm. so they have the best opportunity to do well so hopefully they do do well right 
but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It really, I don't know. Maybe location has nothing to do with well, it. Well, they're lucky that malls aren't dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Maybe they'll turn that entire mall into just like a strip for the brewery. It's all just breweries. That would be dope as fuck. Yeah. It's like Oktoberfest forever. Yeah. You just go from one spot to the next, Mm -hmm. just sampling beers. It'd be like a bar crawl in a fucking mall. Yeah. Yeah. Say what? Um, But yeah, I I think the the silver lining here is that talent is talent. So a lot of the talented brewers will find a home in other breweries locally and that will only make them better that will only make the breweries better so even in this uh, even if there is a i'm not even gonna call it a recession yet because it's obviously way too early to call that yeah um but if there is a recession of these breweries that there's there, there are closures and only a few survive those few are going to be populated by the best of the best yeah um hopefully there's enough room for everybody uh i don't want anybody to have a job obviously and i love our local breweries but I think it's important to remember that there's a lot of talent out there and uh, the most talented people will find a place. Yeah. Y'all going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that being said, best wishes to everybody at Ocean Sun Brewing. We've been a few times and I've never been disappointed. This is a good brew. Yeah. Uh, so we hope you all land on your feet. Uh, yeah. But yeah, if you're a fan, make sure you make your way out there this week uh, or forever hold your peace. <laughs> that being said let's talk about these non-local beers marco yeah let's do it we are whole hiccup hippo hiccup crips whole whole hippo crips <laughs> hippo crips uh this was the lounging iguanas hazy ipa from the abita brewing company it's a limited series it's an ale made with pineapple and coconut so if you know what those two create it is a pina colada 6.5 ABV. Mm-hmm. Obi, what'd you think? It's all right. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it um, you definitely get the pina colada flavor, which obviously I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not getting a whole lot of distinct IPA flavor. Yeah. Um, it's a little, uh, a little bland for me. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was hoping for a little bit more of a bitter kick Meh. to it. So that being said, it's 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 fine. Meh. It's pretty good. Meh. It's uh, 3.5 for me. Meh. Uh, I don't know. I like I like the flavor of it. That's a personal bias. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna give it four. Okay. I think it was very. I like the flavor of it. Yeah. That gonna go along. That gonna go a long way. That's <laughs> that goes a long way toward the score. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the uh, drinkability of it mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, but I I do agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It it is. It seems more like a hard pina colada. Yeah, yeah. Than it does an IPA flavored with pineapple and coconut. Correct. I think that's what threw me off. Yeah. It's still, I mean, I don't think it tastes bad by any stretch of the imagination. It's it's very pina colada Yeah. So if you're into that, hey, there you go. <laughs> I was hoping for a little more IPA. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. I will say this. Abita's definitely done better. The yeah. Purple Haze, masterclass. Mm-hmm. They're fucking, uh, 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 the Gator one. Um, Andy Gator. Andy Gator. Yeah. Great. So they've definitely got some better ones on Stash. 
I just really like the design of it. It's fucking stupid iguana on the front. <laughs> and uh, obviously the pina colada part of it. And it's a limited series, so I thought we'd give it a shot, see how it goes. Yeah. But limited series, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're getting into fall. Mm. I mean, if they had this at the beginning of summer, this, this works perfectly as a summer beer. You take yeah. these out to the beach, you have a couple Ooh. of these. Very refreshing. 6.5 right. is not, you know, nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. So I think you got, I think it works in that setting. Just yeah. just kicking back and just enjoying a couple of these at the house, eh, you could do better. Right. You could probably do better. So, 3.5 for you, sir. Four for me. Think we got it? Think we got it. All right. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious <laughs> beer and have a beautiful evening. You go take a nappy poo.